cause ain't nothing but a G thing, baby. Too low down G, so we crazy. Death Row is the label that pays, man. Unfatable, so please don't try to fade this. But uh, back to the lecture at hand. Back to the lecture at hand. Now, if you listened to last week's episode, which was all about us getting stranded by our parents, this story that I'm going to tell you this week should be no surprise. Yeah. I was a young jit, 17, which is one of my favorite numbers in the world. Mm. At the age of 17, I said, hey, I think it's time for me to drive. So how did I go about that process? I started reading through the material, da-da-da, got all that stuff done. Now it comes tested. I take that test. We passed with flying colors. There might have been like one or two I didn't get correct because of the stop signs, you know? Um, now I got this permit, this thing that says I can drive, but I can only drive with parental supervision or somebody who is of age to drive. Hmm. With the driver's license. With the driver's license. Right. I mean, of age to drive, 18, blah, 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 whatever. Um, now I'm looking at this piece of paper. And if y'all know me, what does that piece of paper mean to me? I just wanted to show that, you know, I could start driving now. And I took it upon myself. I gave myself the ownership. You know, when they say you get you get everything you want in this life. I got that permit. I thought that was a license. So what did I do accordingly? I started driving. I started whipping. I started going every which way. You feel me? Mm, that was where the problem was. Right. One, if you listen to last week, you know, our parents wasn't really there to hold me accountable to make sure that I was driving correctly. So I picked up a lot of bad habits. You know, for instance, say texting texting and driving mm-hmm. um, or changing music when it doesn't necessarily make sense, you know, when you're slowing down or maybe when you're accelerating or maybe when you're trying to change lanes. That is or bes- just trying to properly drive. Okay, whatever, yeah. you know, some tomato to model. Absolutely. Um, now, this 17-year-old go- going into his senior year, I'm feeling confident. You know, I've been driving almost six, seven months without a license, you know, driving dirty, as they might say. Mm -hmm. So I pick up the guys. We about to go to football practice or summer camp or whatever it was. We might have had a seven on seven. I'm over here switching through lanes, picking up music, changing the music. And the one time, you know, I changed the music, right, because I was talking to my friends. This is why I say, hey, if you a passenger, especially when I used to drive back in the day, it's your job to pay attention to the road. Now, I know. Which is crazy. <laughs> because when I be in the car with Deja and Deja is driving and I'm, and I'm, you know, giving him helpful tips, not telling him what to do, but just helpful tips like, hey, sir, you don't need to be scrolling on Instagram right now while you're driving. I mean, why you be in the backseat driving? Don't tell me what to do. I know what to do. First of all, I don't even be on Instagram like that. She's talking about instances where I just press and I let it run through the story. I know y'all be doing that sometimes, right? Not when you're driving, though. That's but, not necessary. But it's like it's like uh, it's like um, when you're scrolling through your call list and you just be like, uh, it's like mindless, right? It's very mindless. I don't scroll through my call list. Okay, well, I guess I'm just a particular person. Yeah. Uh, so let's get back to the story. Mm-hmm. I'm driving um, to our high school, so it's a road I'm very familiar with. I feel very comfortable. I'm yeah. driving with my guys. Again, passenger. It's your job to watch the road. I think you were going to a 7-on-7. Seven seven. Yeah, it sense. definitely was a 7-on-7. Seven seven. Okay. Um, um, at least I think. Because you was driving a lot in the summer and of, then your senior year. So. Of course. Mm-hmm. I'm driving. Um, I'm about to change the music. And as I'm looking down, um, my guy is, like I said, doing his job looking at the road. And then he just says, Daisy. 
and I hit the brakes. And as I'm hitting the brakes, um, and this will be a common theme in this week's episode. Just pay attention. Um, it took, let's say, it took about three or four seconds for the brakes to for my car to come to a complete stop. Mm-hmm. Now, those of you who don't have good brakes, you know that that means the brakes was damn near tapped. The pads was basically hitting the metal. Um, the rotor, the router, or rotor, or whatever thing is probably disintegrated at this moment in time. Rotors, rotors. I'm really, I'm really hitting metal on metal. And my car is taking a long time to stop. Now, some of you might say, how could your parents have put you in such a vehicle? That's besides have the you, point. Have you not been listening to the episode? Exactly. You, are you exactly. not catching the common themes here? Are you asking questions that you should already know the answers to? Exactly, right? So I'm stopping this car. And in that moment, I realized, damn, I need to get a license. Because I was maybe a centimeter away from a car that was completely stopped on the road. Mm. And I was like, you know what? Let me cool out driving for a little bit. And, and then I cooled by, out. By a little bit, you mean like. till uh, I turned 18. Uh, okay. <laughs> and you that, was already 17. Exactly. And at that moment, it was like, all right, cool. I could wait three or four months. You know what I'm saying? I feel like you're lying because I feel like you were still driving. No, I would drive mom around. Mm-hmm. That would be about it. But I wouldn't drive unnecessarily. Maybe, maybe I drove in the school year. You yeah, know that- what? You lied. <laughs> Maybe I did. You, you know, lied. You, the, the you drove all of senior, all of your senior year. Yeah, but I was eighteen. But you still didn't have a license. No, I did have a license when I was eighteen. No, yeah, you I did. Yummy, yummy, I had a license when I was eighteen. No, you didn't. I w- I've literally had a license since I've been eighteen. Yes, because the moment I turned eighteen, I went to go get that license. When did you you turn you turn eighteen December third of your senior year? Correct. Okay. So, so I definitely during would. football season, you did not have a license. I didn't have that license. So you were still driving around in football season. Oh, yeah. If football you was season. doing seven, seven, seven on sevens in the summer, of there's no way you could have taken a break to where you were only dri- okay, okay. So what I'm saying okay, that so- I'm saying I only did it when it was when it was ideal, like when I would go to football practice or when I would go to football games. Yes. I mean, <laughs> this is all the time. Other words, this you is, so what do you mean? No. It's okay. You were still driving. Because I wasn't doing it for- You were just driving more carefully. You were driving- No, I was driving attention. with more purpose. Yes. Because yes, if yes. I did have- If it was a hangout, I'd be like, oh, y'all could come scoop me, yeah, right? Yes. That's uh, exactly what it was. When that's it was, exactly- When it was on business, you were yes, driving. Yes, when I was on business. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because that's- before that, I was just like, oh, you, y'all trying to go to the mall? Cool. I'll, I'll, I'll somebody, scoop. Somebody scoop. Because we always had a car in the driveway. It just depended on how um, how good the car. You could going to school for football practice because you knew that you would still be back of course. before our parents got home. Because I didn't, the first senior year, I had the last two sessions, the last two periods off. Yeah. So I so got home would, at 1 o'clock. You every, would get home um, and but, then you would drive yourself back to school. Correct. Mm-hmm. And that way, you didn't have to worry about a ride after after school correct Mm. correct yeah so that's crazy because today when i'm telling the story or when you're telling the story and i interjected and said what really happened you agreed but i always agreed okay i'm just let let the record show that but there was no there was no holes in this i said it was no 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 no, it was no holes but i just had to come through and you know make sure that the timeline was correct because you you you, okay the only hole that was i remember it was the way i drove because i remember before i was driving everywhere i was driving to friends cribs i was going yeah you was living you was just living of course Young, young and reckless. As I would call that reckless. Young, wild and free. I think at a very, I mean, but you know this, at a very young age, I had made the decision if I'm going to do it, I'm going to just do it with my full chest. Yeah. It's not really something I'm going to hide or. Which is why you walk downstairs with those bracelets knowing that you stole them. 
Um, it doesn't again. That, that doesn't matter. <laughs> that was with your full chest. That, that doesn't matter. I, I guess, but that's who I've always been. Ain't that, ain't no so shame. So did I snitch on you? Now, now we are three episodes. <laughs> we're three episodes yes, gone. You still snitch. We we are you three still, episodes gone. <laughs> you still. We come to the conclusion that when I be telling stories, I be making sense. When you no 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 not when I be telling stories. When you tell your stories, you be missing the details. Of course. And then I have to come through and fill in the details, and then. And then I end up being right. So it's now, no, no, no. So excuse me. Now, three episodes down, four episodes down. Did you snitch on yourself or did Yemi snitch on you? You snitched on okay, me. Well, There's no situation. Well, well, podcast listeners, I tried. <laughs> it's not about you can't them reason trying. with the person who don't know reason. What are you talking about? At the end of the day, I told you I could be wearing a. a you just said I could on be this wearing podcast, a mink chickchilla. You, you feel me? That you stole. That I stole, right. and they can't prove it unless they really have me on camera. Okay. So that's the thing. Whenever I do something, I know I might do it with my full chest, but you'll never catch me in these streets like it because I know how to move now. I know how to move, Sha. There's no way. There's no way. There's no way you're going to get me caught up because I've been there too many times. Okay. Before we get into today's topic, I just need y'all to give some appreciation for the excellence that is nothing but a G-Thing podcast because we have literally been taking y'all on a journey through our lives. Yes. We talked about getting it ourselves. We talked about how we were stranded, and then we talked about how, because we were stranded, we had to find our way through life. Of course. Because that's what we're talking about today. Mm-hmm. So when we when you talk about storytelling and when you talk about developing stories, please mention nothing but a G thing, because we are really taking y'all on a journey to, to get into know the Gs. I'm telling you, it's a workshop of how we do it. You know, me and you do it very differently, you yeah. know? I like to... Well, you know, I mean, most of the storytelling and in, in, in all of that comes from me. So definitely I'm going to take a pat. I'm not saying it doesn't come from you. Hold on. But what I'm saying is I'm going to pat myself on the back. Because oh, right. You got, I'm really you putting got, on a clinic on how to tell stories. You, you got the you walk got, people through a journey. You got the writers and then you got the narrator. They both do the same thing, right? But they both in different lanes. Now, you could play both parts. That Listen, definitely, yeah, definitely, okay. Definitely. I'm following. I'm just, yeah, yeah, you could play both parts. Mm-hmm. But there's one part I really excel at, and that's narration, you know? That you excel at. Great. Of course. Okay. That's what I said. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Not that I can't tell stories. I just think that, you know. I just do. We have, I just to, allow, like, we have to allow people to do their strengths and weaknesses, which is why I allow Deji to tell the narratives at the beginning of the story. But who knows? A new season might, you know. I mean, you can always hop tell. on this mic. You know, I, I tell stories sometimes too much. Definitely. And they can get a little long, which is why I told you last week, you have to be able to get to the point. Hmm. It's it's crazy, though. Sometimes if you just allow me to get there, I'm going to get there. It's not. Today it's I not, did. And, and you told the story in a very quick time. Yeah, it's not. It's never a race with me. It's, you know, my man Nipsey said it. it's a marathon. But we don't have marathon time to record these episodes. You have our busy man. You have things to do. This so. is true. Very true. And on this week's episode yeah. of Nothing But a G Thing, obviously yeah. you just heard Yummy. Mm-hmm. We are giving you the growth, the evolution, and now we're taking a little pit stop. You know what I'm saying? This pit stop is a different mode of transportation, wow. which <laughs> if you know anything about me and Yummy, we didn't drove everything under the bus. Under uh, the sun. Under the sun. Yeah. Right. I couldn't say I couldn't say under the bus, but what I What does I, that even mean? What everything under the bus. You ain't never heard that before? No, never. It's under the sun. You sure it's not everything under the bus? Anyway, let's continue. So yeah, we <laughs> did. Gallivanting is really what happened. So as a as a result of being stranded by our parents as many times as we did, when we finally when finally got the opportunity, when Deji finally got the opportunity to take matters into his own hands, I was gone. he did in a major way. Yeah, yeah, I was gone. He was riding with that permit very dirty. 
you would have thought he had a license the way he was driving. Most the car. definitely, I was parallel parking. I was reversing. I was. Well, drunk. I meant so like driving everywhere. This nigga was charging people for gas. No, no, that was never me. That was my friend. That's who you're thinking of. No, 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 no. That was, that was my, you. <laughs> no, that was my friend. <laughs> no, 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 that, that was, was my friend. You. That was my friend. Let's not, honestly, let's not lie. And, let, and that was my friend. And honestly, I might start charging motherfuckers to, pay, to drive down. The way, I, went to the go, way. <laughs> I went to go get gas today. That shit says 60. I said, I'm oh, cool, bro. No. The tank wasn't even full. Mm-mm. The I way said, gas I, is looking now. I said, Russia We're going to have to go back to. to I, said, I don't know what America's doing, but hey, please. Please. Oh, well, if we have to go back on lockdown, I'll, let's I'll go back take on lockdown. It. Because the gas prices when we was on lockdown was cheap. You was buying gas with nowhere to go. It just literally. Just cuz. Literally. You, you was saving it, it for why? Who don't know? I, I walked into that gas station. I said, damn, I've never in my life thought I would have to pay $60 for a sedan. That's crazy. Um, this ain't no SUV. Mm. I said, at most, I might pay $40 to fill my tank. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at these gas prices. I said. And they looking back at you like, well, somebody got to pay it. And it's not going to be me. It literally. So we are talking about gallivanting. So you're going to sit up on this podcast and say that you was not charging people $5 to get rides home in a in, in a I, whip that I, you didn't have a license I, for? I don't recollect any of this, to be well, honest with I'm you. I'm telling you And I, I'm not saying this because I don't remember. I'm saying this because that don't sound like something I would do. Well, I'm telling you, it might not sound like something um, 2022 Deji would do, but 2013, 2012 Deji was a different person. I, I was never that. I stole 10 years ago. I was never that stingy. You were. <laughs> you might have. You might have not actually taken the money from them, but um, there's been a couple times where we was driving people around, and you was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna need that gas money off you, though." This nigga was the well, well, van. In my defense, a nigga with the permit was a community <laughs> van. Like we would, after Deji would get off a of football practice, it would be like five people walking behind Deji getting getting rides to go home. But in my defense. Anytime I asked dad for gas money, and this is the real crazy thing, the par- my parents knew I was they driving. Were, they dr- were embedding in in, in legal activity. So we're if I got lie. caught up, they were like, "Well, you de- they're probably gonna be like, you decided to make that choice." <laughs> That's why I said mom, if, mom if, would snitch. We we know that she's not gonna you know she gonna fold, but that's besides the point. Their best man would only give me ten to twenty dollars, <laughs> which is crazy that he would still give you gas. Money. I was like, think about he knew you didn't have a license. <laughs> that's what I was trying to. But this nigga would give you gas money to drive nigga, around because motherfuckers ain't shit. It's, it's, it's crazy. It's really easy. Uh, it's really easy to do that because it's just like you understand that hey, you're taking the load off of. My back. Yeah, because for somebody who didn't drive us nowhere, no way. Now you're saying, "Oh, I definitely don't got to drive you on the way." You got it. Now you got a piece of paper. Maybe, maybe a little bit of it was ignorance. Maybe they thought, you know, the piece of paper was like, um, like the piece of paper meant something. But no, no. Yeah, they no. lived in this country way too damn yeah, long. Yeah, they knew. They, they definitely better. knew. They knew better. They knew if I got the one up. time, the one time they did take you driving. Excuse my my voice. The one time they did take you driving. You remember that? I do. Um. Well, I did it with both mom and dad. Mm-hmm. Um, but the one time it was me. First of all, I don't know why dad brought all of us. Yeah, uh, it was I, weird. I, I was <laughs> no, no, no. I think mom wanted to come, and then sure, and then um, you just happened to come, and then I just came along as so well because I, I, I didn't have no problem being there. We went to the parking lot outside of um, our old middle school, mm-hmm. and then when we got there, mom made me and her get out the car. 
I said, what the fuck did we come for if we was just going to stand outside? I could have sat at home. I mean, if you look at it from the I'm not going to walk home. What the hell? <laughs> if you look at it. Because she was scary. Like, we already here. But yeah. In why, the empty it, parking lot. Why all of us got to die? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I guess. But it was no cars around. It was I mean, in an empty parking of lot. Of course. During the summer. During the summer, one, and, one day randomly, which was so weird. Like, this, it was just and, a weird experience. And this is what I do. My dad was not a good teacher. <laughs> uh, this is <laughs> a this, weird experience. Yeah. This man got the car, drove down there. Daddy's like, okay, you drive. Yeah. Daddy was like, okay, start driving. Again, this is the first time I'm driving. I might be, what, maybe like 14, 15? Because this was at a young age. You were you were old enough to, to get your apartment because you. No, I wasn't. Yes, you were. We wouldn't have just randomly. Okay, fifteen driving. then. That's sophomore no, year. No, you got your shit your junior year. But I'm saying, Juniors, yeah, yeah, he didn't year. do it Juniors that year, year. Is what I'm saying. Okay, he did it a couple a year before. So oh, okay, fifteen, great. sixteen is what great. I'm trying to say. Great. Um. So then my dad is like, drive. Mm-hmm. I said, what the fuck does that mean, bro? Like, you know what I'm saying? I don't know which. I don't know fu- what happened in that car. <laughs> we had to get out. I, I, I don't know what brake is or go. And he's like, okay, hit the hit the hit the accelerator or the pedal. So then I'm doing it right. I didn't drive all that fast. And then my dad is trying to explain to me how to make um, a a left turn or yeah, a left turn. No, no, a right turn because I ended up going towards uh, Ridge Circle. So I'm going towards Ridge Circle and I was like, bro, I don't, I don't really fuck with this. Oh. And I, I just was like, I don't understand. And then I lost control of the car. Here I am in the middle of the street. Stop. Dad is like, ah, stop, stop. <laughs> stop well what are you doing i was like i was like this is not no common sense shit bro like i'm driving right at first i was like i don't know what's going on because the biggest thing i've realized when it comes to learning how to drive is that like you're just not used to being behind something this this big and this heavy so like you're like i don't know how to control this thing at least that's what i was going through my head so then my dad did that. He's like, you know what? Never mind. Literally never mind. there for one, maybe one session, maybe five minutes. Never, never drove <laughs> me again. Which is so funny. It's just like a very, like a very weird experience because this is this is him going out of his way to teach us to teach Deji something. Didn't even give it that. Didn't even give it a chance. Yeah, but like they've never really done that before, oh, which yeah. is why I was very. That's why, which is why I wanted to be there because I was like, these people actually give a fuck about us, care about us. Kind of. I think sometimes. I think sometimes Dad was calculating and showing face. Mm. Right. Either way, so that's why I was like, this is a really weird experience, and I feel like I need to be here for this. But mm. I, I had to get out of the car, which I thought was even weird because I didn't even want to be there in the first place. I'm just gonna say I wasn't. I, and I'm like, I'm as a, soon as we got to the parking lot, Mom was like, get out of the car. Yeah. I said, girl, if you scary, you could get out the car, but I don't want to get out because I'm trying to see what's going on. Right. And I'll say this. Um, when I was learning how to drive, I did some reckless stuff. You know? Okay. When I remember the one time that Tunde took me to drive. Yeah. Tunde that's really took, where you learn how to drive. Tunde really took, Tunde took me on the highway. I was like, yo, bro, this is kind of OC. But he's like, no, you'll be fine. Comes to turn out, Tunde used to actually be like a driving instructor. Did he? Yeah. Good for him. Um, so he was already uh, used to it. And it's very easy to drive on the highway. Correct. Right. Because you're straight. literally straight. It's yeah. just the, the speed of all the cars. Yeah. Now, when you go on that ramp, this is where I learned my lesson. Don't be going full speed on no ramp. So. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be going full speed on no ramp. <laughs> literally. Because on that ramp, I was hit like 45, 55 miles per hour. Mm. And today was like, hey, Deji, relax. Like, chill out, bro. Slow down. So then I hit the brakes abruptly because, you know, I didn't know how to ease onto the gas pedal. So I, <laughs> I mean the brake. So then I learned that because I almost drove us off the side of the the ramp. Yeah, is what I was trying to say. <laughs> so I'm saying I had a lot of trial and tribulations. Well, the first time I drove a mom somewhere, um, 
I got stuck in a driveway. I tried to reverse. I ran over somebody's mailbox. It's crazy. So that's I'm actually not, not what happened, but I, I mean, it's roughly what happened. Yeah, it's roughly what happened. Yeah. I don't need to go into the full story, but no. the story is I went into somebody's parking lot. I tried to reverse to go the other way. Ran into their mailbox. Ran, broke their mailbox, <laughs> and <laughs> I was about to peel off. <laughs> but mom was like, "No, you can't do that. That's our neighbors." Yeah. Um. Then in that same instance, we went to the grocery store. Did the same exact <laughs> thing. Mom told me to drive the fuck off. <laughs> Oh, I'm hot. I said, I said, hey, that's what I do. I'll say, okay. I was like, that was what I was in the level. Would this woman snitch on me if I really got caught in the jab? Because we we got (laughs) it. I really hit this car, and it was one of those little impact marks that you could rub out. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh yeah, we good. I thought we was good. Mom was like, ah yeah. I was like, and then I was like, what did actually say? What she said? She said, ah yeah. What are you doing, DJ? I was like. I was like, what you want from me? I'm just learning how to drive. And then I started to realize why they always made a big deal every time we did those little fender benders, right? Or bumped into people. It's because the cars we was driving had no insurance. Mm. And I realized that. <laughs> hindsight, hindsight, right? I realized. It's tragic. It's tragic. I was, I was like, we got down to the roots. We got to the roots. Oh, man. And I realized that when I was going through all my car troubles yeah. in college, mm. that's when I was like, yo, this dude don't got insurance on these motherfuckers. But honestly, bro. when you think about it, insurance is a waste of money. It's a big waste of money. So but I'm not mad. But if it's your kids, I'm yeah, going to make sure that yeah. shit is short. And you know you didn't raise them the way you were supposed to. Right. Then you definitely need to have insurance out on us. That's crazy. That's what I'm saying. That's why. Soon I, they taught you how to drive for real, for real. He was taking definitely, you. I definitely. Up definitely. until you went to went to go take the driving test. Oh, and yeah. Didn't he take you to go take the driving test? Uh yeah, he did. Because I mean, I couldn't drive myself there because technically I don't have that a license. Really raised us, of course. Always he did. didn't take me, but he raised us. I mean, you went to school. Yeah, but mom took me to the driving school. Got you, got you, got you, got you. Well, actually, I didn't have to take my test. She took me to the DMV when I had to go pick up my license because, unlike Deji, you know, my parents actually, I didn't really like give my parents the opportunity to um, say no to me for things. I kind of just like swindled my way into yeah. things, especially my senior year when it was just me in the house. I. Um, Got money from my eldest brother. I got money from from Tunde, and I no 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 no. What happened was I signed up for the driver's ed class because you could take it for in school. Mm-hmm. Um, so he had to pay for that regardless. Uh, because it wasn't covered by like the school or anything like that. You had to you you could pay, take the class through the school, but it wasn't covered by them for anything. So I signed up for it just because I was like, I'm not about to. There's no way I'm about to be able to move around. Like I didn't have access to friends like Deji did mm-hmm. to where you know he could um ask his friends to take him places and shit like that. So I really just like took it upon myself, took driver's ed in school. So I did all the driver training mm-hmm. in school, and then um. After I took the driving test in in like in the class, so after the six months, I just went to the DMV and got my license, and I was driving all my senior year. Yes, you and right. then I had my my eldest brother Tunde pay for my parking pass because you had to pay to yeah. park at the school that money. you went to, which was crazy. And they'll tell you that they use that money for like whatever the fuck, but the shit that they would actually use the money for, we never saw any of of that money. So I was talking to our eldest cousin, our eldest cousin, you know, I'm not, we might have her on the podcast one day because I was helping her move in this, um, well, helping her move into the West Loop mm-hmm. this last coming weekend. And she was talking about how she went to the number three or four school educationally in the Chicago 
public school system and in the Chicagoland area. But then when she came out here to Streamwood, mm-hmm. it was actually one of the worst schools in Illinois. Oh yeah, everyone knows that that yeah, yeah. that U forty six has a district has terrible schools. Oh no, but I'm saying like I was looking at that and I was like, oh, so this is where they send people from the projects and the you know. I don't. I don't mean that in a bad way, but you know how they section eight. Yeah. No, not not. The, you know how they gentrify an area and then they just kick everybody out and then they try to push them and say, "Hey, you can go here." That was what Streamwood was, right? Back then or now? Back then. Okay, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah. So that so like when we were first moving here, the reason why the prices were desirable was because that was mm, of the that was yeah they were already gentrifying that north side area, which we know that now because now whenever we go there, it looks completely different. Okay. Um. But she she moved here in two thousand and two, and she was talking about it. I was like, "Damn, that's tragic." So you're telling me, you're telling me that like this this whole this whole area. I don't want to say that people you push people into a certain area, and then you know it 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 affects the school system. Because she was talking about how Nigerian parents would just go to an area because it's cheap. Yeah, and I said, but when you're trying to save pennies for your kids, you were willing to forego some things like education. Yeah, but they just have the philosophy that you should be able to make it re- regardless yeah, of the anywhere. circumstance, which we, which we did. But like, I mean, who knows what could have happened if we if we live somewhere else? But that has nothing to do with Gallivanting. It doesn't. Um, I was going to talk about how you were talking about who took you to who took you to the driving test. Mm-hmm. How was the driving test for you? I took it in school, so ah. like, I just took it with the teacher, which was honestly really bad because outside of the driving. Um, Outside of like the driving sessions that we had with the teacher, you were supposed to drive with your parents. I don't have nobody to go driving with. So like for the technical things like parking on a hill and, you know, doing a three point turn, I didn't really do that well on that shit. Like so you would get the way that it works is that you would get a demerit or like a mark for every wrong thing that you did. And if you got up to like thirty five, you would have to take the driving test again at the DMV. I got thirty two. So that's I all mean, I'm gonna say about that. I mean, I barely passed my driving. Yeah. Test, so all but. I'm gonna say about that is I barely passed. Yeah. I'm a fairly good driver. All I'm saying is I was not practicing, so I barely made it by the skin of my teeth. Um, shout out to that white lady for I guess giving me a chance. I'm that's probably what she thought she was doing. Girl, go to hell. It's a license. Yeah. <laughs> like, bitch, go to hell. Like, you know, she was telling me she was like, you were really close to not not passing, and I was like, well, thanks for passing me, bitch. If you feel like you're doing me a favor, you can suck a dick but she probably <laughs> she probably ain't never did that before in her life no shade um you know who i'm talking about yeah she was the driver's ed teacher for yeah, a long ass and time. the gym teacher too so yeah, yeah. yeah but i'm like bitch you're not doing me no favors like I mean, you, you i mean i wasn't a good driver we know the we know the white savior plight. yeah so but we, i yeah. mean like you're not i'm not gonna grovel and say thank you thanks never did and i took my paper and i held on to it and then in the summer when when i turned 17 when i turned 17 or when i turned 18 i took my ass to the dmv and went and got my license my mama took me so you still had to get oh you had to physically yeah i had to get like the physical copy so i mean like i was i was you know um technically able to drive but i didn't have my license right so you didn't have anybody to take yeah which is and and that day i was so worried because it was like right before it was either right before my eight my my 18th birthday or 17th birthday i don't really remember but we went to the dmv the one in elgin which is crazy because it's not even close 
Um, and we didn't have like another proof of residency. So we had to go home and I didn't think that my mom was going to want to go back, but she did. She allowed us to go back and then I got my license. So, well, yeah, cause it helps her. Yeah. That's, that's a fact. That's a fact. That's probably why she was like, okay, we can go back. Yeah. It's very calculating. So, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like I didn't, I didn't, the difference between Deji and I is like, I didn't allow for my parents to tell me no for things. I kind of just was like, this is what we're doing and this is how yeah. we're going to do it. I didn't give them the option. Like I didn't make it seem like there was another option. And I told me? them straight like that. Like, I don't have the same luxuries that Deji has. So if you want me to get around, this is what's going to happen. Then I asked my brother for the money. I had to do, you know, some household chores for him to give me the money. And then, uh, <laughs> really crazy. <laughs> in today fashion, I had to work for it, which yeah. is, which is fine. And, and then my whole senior year, I was driving. Yeah. I mean, yes, they, you said no. They said no. They couldn't say no to you. They no. would say no to me and I wouldn't listen. Yeah. You would and find a way. I would literally just find a way. Mm-hmm. Um, which is great, which is really, which is, which pretty, is pretty much an analogy for our lives. Most definitely, you could you could tell me whatever you want, but I'm just still find a way to yeah. get it, and I'm gonna uh, just do what the fuck I want, like exactly. right away. I'm gonna make it seem, I'm gonna give you this option and make it seem like this is the only option. Correct. And Deji's gonna give you the option, and if you say no, he gonna make it the option. Like, yeah, gonna, I'll be just force it down your throat because yeah. I, inevitably I just got into the standpoint where like it's not necessarily about guilting them either. Like I really was just like y'all see the way y'all set up my life yeah exactly so i don't i don't have the same i'm the i don't, I don't have the same privileges that deji has of course and yeah and it's and i'm sure they probably wouldn't want me asking people for rides every as being yeah then. exactly yeah, so now mm-hmm. you're talking about the whips you know we are I mean, we haven't even fully got into that no i feel like before we could even go to like the cars we drove we yeah. could even talk about where it all started from which i mean everybody which was we walked yeah everywhere 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 i remember walking sometimes for an hour just to get to a destination it's crazy um say for instance um the what's the summer festival they got to stream with summer fest there we go yeah yeah yeah. i remember a lot of times and we didn't notice celebration i we didn't notice until like way until like later in high school um but you did you know that you could take a shuttle to that joint yeah we did it we did it one year with with our parents yeah, we but, like got dropped off. We drove to either like the police station or we drove to the park district, and they dropped us off. I remember it's so crazy because like when you start to when we start to actually like piece together the parts of our lives, like we kind of like our parents kind of tried to give us like show face. Yeah, okay, I guess that's what that's why I call. I'm not saying that in a bad way, right? Like, yeah, you I feel show like showing faces is kind of a bad way to say but it. But it's not a negative connotation though. Like mm-hmm. they, yeah, what else do you call the bare minimum? Uh, just the bare minimum because showing face means you're doing it because like b- doing the bare minimum is just kind of doing enough to get by but i think showing face is doing enough to act like you're doing something yeah with like the i think bare minimum is in higher ranking than showing face because in a in a way because showing face is really a negative connotation because you're only doing it okay for so the then sole purpose so who are you so in that dynamic in our parents who do you think initiated actually us going to Summerfest? Was it dad or mom? Um, I think maybe they wanted to go to see what it was too, because they we would go and eat the food. We that's what we used to do. Yeah, we would go and eat the food. Like when we went as a family, of course. Mm-hmm. But when it was just you and I, 
we would go because that's where everyone would go. Right. That's yeah. where all our friends would be and all that stuff. So, yeah, we used to walk to Summerfest, which was really far. It's literally on the whole other side of town from us. And it took about an hour and a half to walk there. And we did. One year. I don't think we, we continuously No, because like, we just realized that was to be walking in some skinny jeans, some, some shoes, and yeah, a shirt. I would freshest, go there. You was walking in your freshest fit because, of course, everybody was going to be there. Right. And it was the middle of summer. Right. It was literally always like either on my birthday weekend or the weekend before yeah, or always after. Always buzzing, cracking. Yeah. So, it was just like very inconvenient but we would always do it so yeah i remember i'd be going there sweating buckets yeah then i would be standing around running around with all my friends then it come, comes time to leave i'm like we're not making this walk back we gotta no. find a way because yeah. <laughs> it, 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 we would have got back at midnight every single time it wouldn't have even made sense so that's why i brought the shuttle because the year we brought the shuttle that cut it in half at mm-hmm. least a little bit you know what i'm saying because I think you would have to walk to the shuttle at the park district, and it would take you the way, rest of the way there. I don't remember walking to the park to the park. Oh, district. I do. Okay, you yeah, do. Okay. I do. Then you you must have did it then. Yeah, I, I did. Um, but we used to walk everywhere. I remember yeah. when my friends would come here, and we wanted to get some food. I'd be like, okay, we could get some food. We could go to the Walmart, and we, and we or you know, to get KFC because there was all those food places down there, and there's a Patillos, and we walked that. Yikes. That was about an hour. Yikes. You know what I'm saying? So all my friends, although we'd come out here and, you know, try to hang out with me and our parents would be right there footing it, which, which is cool. That's what kids do, though. I don't think it's it's unnatural for kids to go on adventures. You know, you just be walking, riding your bikes, doing all the shit. But that used to be our family activity, though, right? So oh, that's yeah, why we I used was... to walk. We used to walk. Yeah. yeah. So our we par- don't want to make it seem like our childhood was all negative, which is why, you know, we we'd be having these glimpses of where we remember doing family things. Of like course. we used to go on walks as a family yeah, together. Dad and mom before, I mean, they would go on their walks yeah, and tell, they would talk younger. and they would do that for about an hour and some change mm-hmm. after they ate. And then when we were older, you don't remember that? No, I'm saying, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And then when we were older, then, you know, they brought it, us along. And then me and Yemi would be doing our own thing. Yeah, we would, like, scoot, ride our, ride our bikes, do mm-hmm. any sort of, like. When we had bikes. We had When we had bikes, we would ride our bikes. When yeah. we had scooters, we would do that, skates, anything. We would really just be, as a family, you know. We would take walks. Going mm-hmm. on our little adventures around the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't know why, t- why that stopped. Our parents got older. Joints. Uh, I don't think it was that they got older. I just sometimes you just get lazy. Yeah, yeah, you know? definitely. Because they be trying to pick it up sometimes and then they stop. It's like you know, mom still walks everywhere. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But she likes to walk. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, I mean, they both like to walk. I'm sure. Like we're we're African at the end of the day. I don't think dad likes to walk. I ain't got no choice. Of course, so he ain't no choice. He was. If you got two legs, you got two legs. You know what I'm saying? Bus but, eleven. But I call it one one. Literally, I used to. I used used to to be like. I used to take bus eleven everywhere. Yeah, I used to walk everywhere. I used to walk like just for fun when I was young, like to keep like to keep busy during the summer or just to you know have something to do. I'd walk to like the Target, walk to McDonald's, walk to Dairy Queen. Um, where else did I walk to? Walk to Walmart. I used to walk everywhere just because I had shit to do. Yeah, but the thing about walking though is that like unless you're doing it with somebody, it kind of just gets boring. Yeah, it was it was boring, but I mean like I would talk to myself. So and I'm my that's where you got it from. I've been doing that. I've I've lived in my head my whole life. Mm. So Mm. I just thought it was weird when I would like walk places and people would be like, "I saw you walking." Well, bitch, okay, what the fuck I got to do with me? Oh, like your friends? Yeah, they'd be like, "I saw you walking," and I'm like, "Yeah, that's what I do everywhere I go. I just be walking." You did. You ended up walking more than me. Um, I had a friend tell me that I like in in my older life. This was maybe like last year or so. She was like, "You don't seem like the walking type." I'm like, "Bitch, I'm African. My people walk everywhere. What are you talking what about?" What does African have anything to do with it? Well, though? that was my reasoning. I like mm. well, one, I like walking. So that's that was my reason. Do you? For it. I do. Do you? 
what the fuck? I walked everywhere. What are you asking me? You just, you just <laughs> yeah. said that you walked everywhere. Why did you think I was doing that? Just because? <laughs> you, you don't be walking now. <laughs> yeah, because I'm actually, lazy. Actually, when it comes to walking, you'd be like, nah, I'm good. Yeah, but I like walking. I would like, if someone was like, let's go on a hike, of course, I would say, yeah. That's a hike, Gabby. I'm talking just to walk to walk. Did you? I used to do that shit all when I was in. What are you talking about? Used to is not what you do now. That's what I'm asking. That's what I'm I saying. Love, I don't have to do it now, though. But, but, I would, but now you could do it for leisure. Yes, and I would. And you don't. When when it's winter, when would I be going on walks? But you don't do it. Do you do it in the summertime? I don't. Ha- I, what, what, what what do I walk for? What am I walking for? So so the answer is no. You don't walk anymore, bro. <laughs> you, you know, it's it's cool. I'm just saying you might. You. But this is this is the thing. My friend was like, "You don't seem like the walking type," and I'm like, "Huh." Because in my in my head, in the reality of the fantasy that I live in, I walk all the time. Yes. I don't mind walking. Yeah. I don't I don't mind walking. We don't have to walk anymore because we have licenses and we have cars that we can drive. But when I was young, I was walking. Almost definitely. So for her to be like, you don't look like the walking type girl, you don't know me because I'd be walking. I used to walk everywhere. And African people walk everywhere too. You act like cars are are readily available in Nigeria to where people don't have to walk. Niggas be walking. Like mom will go to Nigeria and she'll come back and she'll look like she lost like lost, lost 10 pounds and she will tell you it's because y'all had to walk a lot of places. We walked But everywhere. that's cuz she wants to. Yeah, cuz she like walking. What the yeah. hell? What, what what's what, what what are you arguing right now? I'm not arguing anything. I'm just saying you talk about you you like walking, but you ain't walked in about like 5 years. I I don't I spent all of last summer skating. That's different than walking. It's it's different, but I mean, and like, that was your exercising. You used to tell me I'm about to go work out, and you would go skate. I never told you that. Sure, I never told you that. You saw me with the skates, and you assumed I never told you that. Okay. So, but that's what I'm saying. I like to cruise. I like to, you know, be. Mm-hmm. That's probably a better, um, a better way of saying it. Now I be cruising, and I just be outside with nature and walking, and have my headphones and doing the same thing. It's very, it's not, it's not too much different between the way that I would skate. In the way that I would walk, mm-hmm. it's just now I'm on four wheels instead of my my two feet. Mm-hmm. So that's really it. Okay. So then walking for you, how was uh? What's the most trouble you ever got into when you was walking? I didn't get into any trouble. Only thing that I the only the only problem I had is I don't mind walking there, but the walk back was was kind of reckless. Man, it was terrible because I would go to get Dairy Queen and then I would have to walk back with a stomach full of of ice cream. Really? Or I would walk to McDonald's and I have to walk which back one? with the stomach. The one off of... Uh... The, the Dairy Queen right here. Okay, that's the one I'm talking about. Which, which, which other way you thought I was talking about? The one by the school? No, I would never do that. Have you ever walked to the school? Yeah, I used to... One time I remember I walked to my friend's house that lived over there. Uh, which was scary, like, which was just crazy of me to do. It really was. Like, but I mean, we've walked... I've walked a... Walking distance would just be like, ah, you'd be good. Also, walking in any condition... You'll be like, ah, it's not that big of a deal. Cause that's one thing I realized. Um, as I've gotten older, um, especially when it'd be cold in Chicago, and then I'd be like, I don't want to park. But sometimes I'll just park somewhere and just be like, skip it, I'll walk. It's not like I haven't walked through like six inches. Exactly. Of snow. That's what I'm saying. Walking is a humbling experience. I think it builds character, which I think is why we are the way that we are. Because yeah, if you've had to walk places that we had to walk places and in the conditions that we've had to walk, you know, small shit don't really, you know, you'd be exactly. like, when you, it's a five minute walk, come on. When we it's had cold. to walk, 
for whatever I've been I've been thinking about this a lot. When Tunde used to pick us up from Safe mm-hmm. when it was at Can Middle School or yeah, Ridge Circle after school program. after school programs. Yeah. And when we would get to the point where we'd be getting closer to our house and we would go get to our middle school, mm-hmm. I always wondered why Tunde made us walk through the field. This is, is this, are you trying to make like a metaphor for life or something? No, this no? no metaphor. I always was just thinking about that because I was like, we, we, these little kids. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> like, oh my God. I just be thinking about the situation we begin in. Like, dude had to come pick us up from after school program. And Tunde himself would walk there. And he would walk to <laughs> to pick us up, and then we would have to walk home. Yeah, and I would only. I'm gonna buy this nigga a house. I don't know. If I, if we're not making big. I'm gonna buy him whatever he wants. Really, he asks to for, be I'm honest him. with you, there's nothing that this man can't ask me for. No. That's why I'm saying. Like, would I be like, I can't even say no to this man? Because you know, sometimes I be saying no and I be feeling bad, but like that's just because I be in my, you know, I be in my moods, I be in my bag or whatever the fuck. Oh, excuse me. I'm. This is not about you. You not you. You didn't do no shit like Tunde did. No, no. Me. Excuse me. <laughs> you be. If, you I was Tunde was asking me to do something, and I was I was I was going through depression. He was asking me to watch my niece, and I was literally going through. Oh, so 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 were you over here getting on my back last year about how the way I was acting? Were you going through depression? <laughs> yes. And I, I, I just I, had a traumatic experience. <laughs> you laughing? You're so crazy. You see how you can talk about it from you your laughing. perspective? You laughing? Man. Because it's a, it's it's, it's humorous because you went through something. Traumatic. And y'all was y'all was down my neck, but when you was going through your shit, I let you do your thing. No, and that's the difference, people. I want you to hear the difference. When, okay, when I was going that. through when I was I'll going through my my postgraduate depression, when I was trying to figure out what the fuck I was going to do with the rest of my life. Not that I haven't figured it out yet, and, and now, and not that I'm you know I'm not I'm not really depressed now or anything like that. But when I was going through that that phase in my life, and I think it it I wouldn't necessarily call it depression for me. I think it was just a phase in my life. Sure, because I mean, of course, I was you know. I wasn't like really depressed. I was more so just like in a state of like, you anybody who went to school and graduated, you, it's you sadness. Kinda, it's a funk. It's it's just like a you you're in a state of uh, uncomfortability, uncertainty. Because, yeah, because before your four four years or however long you were in school for, you knew your routine, you knew your life, mm-hmm. and now your life is really just whatever you make it. So I was literally Which going through that state. Thing. Yeah, I was going through that state of change, and people were telling me what I should do. As opposed to just letting me do what I wanted to do. And that's what the frustration was, was coming I from. Was I telling you what to do? Because I didn't even know what the hell I was doing. I don't know if you were. I think you were You were either working or you know studying for your test. I think you were working at Zurich then. So you were working. Mm, maybe. Yeah. It yeah. don't matter. So Yeah, point. it really doesn't matter. But the point of it was, um, like, I had folks telling me what to do with, like, telling me what to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just really needed to be left the fuck alone. But at the end of the day, it was a great thing that happened for me because, like, I I mean, I'm going to write a book one day or a short story. I'm gonna talk, And the story going to be called How My Two-Year-Old Niece Saved My Life. That's beautiful. It is. It's a beautiful thing. So when she was two is when. That's when I was like, when she was one, but two, because you can't, I'm, when my 18-year-old my no, 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 saved no. my life, it doesn't write for a better story. But no. two-year-old does write for a better story just because it's more succinct. So what I'm saying is like, at the in in the moment, I was like, fuck y'all but you know looking back i'm oh, yeah. grateful for the opportunity and you have a very special bond relationship yeah with that's, um, that's why when i say that's my best friend i oh, yeah, because it. you actually raised her and i mean and i'm not saying in this an, in a, in, to an extent, we, to spent, an extent. A, we spent a lot of time together of course and she, she knows, knows she, who you are yeah that's knows, what i'm trying yeah, to say like yeah. even in her earlier stages she probably is like oh yeah you you're auntie emmy you know what i'm saying um so yeah so what what was we talking about Tunday, so yeah. We're, so we're basically, just like he would literally walk in whatever us. condition, yeah, to come and get us, and then we would all walk home together. Yeah. And this is after he got off of work, after school, yeah. whatever. And Tunde would walk to work, and he would walk to work because this is when he used to walk at to work at Old Navy when it was over there, when and then it was, it was the there. Target. 
It's crazy. Yeah, and that's why I said it's crazy because I remember. I'm about the, to get a house. I remember those times. What the and, fuck you want? And I remember we walking. First of all, it was. It, I always just. I was like, you know, I'm a very practical person, right? Yeah. So for me now looking at it, I was like, why did this man have us walking through a field of snow, knowing that they're not shoveling nothing? Because what was going to do walk around? No, there's a talking. sidewalk right on the other side it of the quicker. fence. It was quicker to walk. It was quicker to walk through. No, walk it around. wasn't. Do you want quickness or do you want convenience? Well, that's a good question. Yeah. Hindsight, who knows? But and then I just remember because a lot of a lot of times when we'd come home crying because you know Tunde was still a bill a stig still a big brother yeah. throwing snowballs at us and the son is like seventeen. That's probably 18. why he made us walk through so he could throw snowballs at us. Yeah, put, literally throw snow in our face, put it literally, down our shirts. I used to be so cold when I used to get back to the crib. I was, but again, like you said. Building character, though, yes, right? Yes, it all builds character. <laughs> every, every experience in our life built us into the people that we are today. And yeah. I think, you know, um, one thing, I've been re-watching BoJack Horseman, and I've been going through this, like, rabbit hole of conspiracies and all the people, you know, doing their deep analysis. And one thing they talk about is um, good damage. Right? I love that. Yeah. Like, I love that idea. You know, Maybe maybe we should have an episode called Good Damage. That's actually a fire ass yeah. episode. <laughs> um, and just how like everything in your life has to have a purpose. Yeah. It has to come to. it has to have like some sort of um crescendo effect. Like it has to build up to something. And if it doesn't, then all of that stuff that you went through wasn't worth anything. So we 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 had a lot of good damage. Oh yeah. I, I don't look back I don't look at anything that I've been through in my life and I'm saying even if it was something that I felt like was very, very traumatic, in in all honesty, all that shit is just making me to the best person I'm supposed Absolutely. to be. Absolutely, I don't think there's ever a situation where time has been wasted. You know, yeah. like people go go through situations or like relationships because everything in life is based off of uh, your relationship with somebody else. Even though I am a person who Hence believes that this podcast, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I do believe in I do believe like in relationships and like the grand scheme of things. But it seems like people and like really base their life off of like finding yeah the person yeah their person um i don't think that there's a wasted relationship i think that there's always something you can pull from it if you feel like you wasted time you have to you know glass half full you you you've learned a lesson and you can use that but even even when people use that because that's very faulty it's not the fact that you wasted time it's the fact that like y'all wasn't on the same page but the reason why i say the good damage thing is a good thing because I look at life as um, from the standpoint of everything that you're doing right now is to get you to the standpoint of freedom, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm, That's mm-hmm. why I said like a lot of times when you try to tie yourself to a person, you're not allowing yourself to be free, right? You're just looking for that one. That's why it's interesting that you say that people try to find that one. But when you're free, guess what? It's like a free agent. When you're a free agent in the market and a sports People are gawking at you. So yeah, you're going to find, you're going to track what you're going to track. Yeah. So if I'm going through these situations, I'm going through these relationships, because again, this is what this podcast is about. Y'all ain't doing me no damage, really. Like, you know what I'm saying? Y'all not really doing me no damage. It might be a season, but it's not like internally. I'm If, you, if, you're, if you're somebody who like, that's why I think it's funny, because I'm, I think about those times about how we have to walk through the snow and Tunde would do all this reckless stuff just being a bigger brother and trying to have fun mm-hmm. and maybe trying to just distract us because this isn't normal, yeah, right? Yeah, Um, I look at that and then I'm like, but when we got to that house, I still like Tunde. I still love Tunde. I got over it. I got warm and then I would go about my night. Mm-hmm. So it's like all... Th- 
you could take that situation of us walking through the snow or walking through any type of weather, but as soon as we got home, it was all good, yeah, right? Because yeah. we inside the house. Mm-hmm. So it's like that with any relationship, good, bad, or, uh, you know what I'm saying? Good, bad, or indifferent. Mm-hmm. You, you got to walk through the snow to get to the warmth of yeah. the house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, you tried it. I was just going to say, you got you, you to you walk through the snow Yeah, but to get to, to get to the warmth of the house. Of That's course. it, period. You got to really? walk through the snow. To get to the warmth of the house. <laughs> Say it one more time. You gotta walk. <laughs> Listen, excuse me, because you laughing and I'm being serious. You gotta walk through the snow. Can I get a word? To get to the warmth of the house. Amen. Because guess what? When you get in that warmth, mm-hmm. that means you didn't let anything that was the, let go. You okay. let go. Once you get, once you touch the warmth, everything that was out there in that snow don't matter. It don't matter. You change your clothes. You put on some new clothes. You put on some warm, fuzzy socks. You might get you a cup of tea. Because mm-hmm. we didn't really drink cocoa like that. No, we you didn't. You get you a cup of we tea. You tea. put a little milk, canned milk, because we used to drink canned milk. Mm-hmm. And you put, I used to put a lot of sugar you back then. put some then. sugar in it. Yeah. Sit down watching your after your after school cartoons. At this time, it would be about five or six. Yeah, it would be a little bit late. So you'd be getting primetime cartoons. Yeah, you're not yeah. even worried about the snow from early. Yeah. Use that as a metaphor for your life. You have to walk through the snow. To get to the warmth of the house. Amen. <laughs> Put it on a t-shirt. It's a word. It's a word. Put it it is a, a word. But I'm, I'm saying it's crazy because that's how I deal with life, right? Yeah. You like, walk through the snow. Literally, I'll walk through it. Mm-hmm. I'll go through. I'll, I'll fall on my face. I'll, I'll, I'll get the snow in my shirt. You mm-hmm, feel me? Mm-hmm. I'll gallivanting. Go, you was gallivanting. Literally, I'll gallivant. Mm-hmm. And then when I feel like I'm home, right, where I feel like I, I got past that. Yeah. That shit don't matter. It don't matter. <laughs> That shit don't matter. Anything. That's why. I, that's the, why I like work from home because the snow outside, it don't affect me. None of that shit outside is affecting me mm, because I'm in the warmth of my home. Exactly. That's why I'll never go back to the office. I, that, that's real crazy there. that even Joe Biden would make that announcement as a president. Joe Biden, you goofy for that statement. I don't even know what the fuck he said. He I just said woke up he, on Twitter. He was, he was pushing. For, for us to go back into the because everything is about normalcy man this is my new normal there's i can no, thrive there's in this. no sense of i'm still gonna wear my mask when i'm around white people that's no shape i'm telling you it's the idea that people have with change right it's like people aren't comfortable with it so the I'm moment not. that they can revert back to the way that's why we still got racism you see that it's crazy mm. it's crazy right it's just in a different facet mm-hmm. right but it's still the undertones are still there mm-hmm. that's why i'd be trying to tell people your body and I, and I was having a conversation with somebody at lunch today. And we were talking about like change. At lunch? Excuse me? Because lunch. Oh, okay, lunch. Lunch. That sounds better. Um, and I, we were having a conversation about like nutrition and diet and like mm. like change. What did you eat? I had Chipotle. I just had okay. a rice bowl. Okay. Nothing really out of OC. Um, but I was talking to him. I was like, so my, me and my sister, we do all these various diets. But the reason why I did, I mean, besides the fact that we've always eaten like this, I... I really value like my body, like I value my health. Mm-hmm. And like you start doing these things and you start noticing things, right? Mm-hmm. And the main thing I said is that if your body is that quick to change, why the hell is our mental not like that? Wow. You know what I'm saying? Like the moment you start doing everything right, your body start feeling good, your mental start feeling good, but people be stuck in their ways, right? You got people that say, I need to learn first instead of learning from others, right? That's the one I hate when those people I'd be like, you know what, Sha? Go ahead. Feel, fall on your face 5,000 times. See if it, if, see if it's easier any different time. Mm-hmm. Or you got the people that's like, I'm always right. You have the people that are inflexible. You have people who, who, who me and Yemi were having the discussion. Sometimes you hold people in a static view. Yeah. And, and it's like, 
it's not fair, but it's life. But people need to have that unlearning to view their brain like their body because that's that's what it is. Well, your body will tell you things about you before you even realize it. Oh yeah, yeah, your body will tell you things. That so intuition. It's, yeah, it's that, not even. It's not even. Well, it's one intuition, but I'm just talking about like the reality of the situation, like. Um, you will think that you need to wake up at five o'clock in the morning every day. And one day you will not wake up at five o'clock in the morning because your body needs to rest. And your mm-hmm. body will tell you, take your ass to sleep mm-hmm. and continue to sleep and mm-hmm. let that alarm snooze. So you have to forgive yourself for not continuing to live in the same routine that you set up for yourself because you do, you do deserve a break if yeah. you've been working. Yeah. Why are you talking all that stuff while I missed the the boxing class on Monday? That had nothing to do with you. That <laughs> I was really just that was just an example that I that I drew. But I mean, if you feel like the bullet had your name on it, shoot. Or I should have said boom. I should have said boom. Yeah, I mean, gallivanting for me has really just been about, you know, allowing myself to be free and 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 get outside of the house sometimes, you know, because I walked a lot during the summers before I started driving and before I got lazy. So I think that, you know, it does build character. It gave us a lot of experiences, but I think like for our parents, it was really a mode of survival. So Mm -hmm. I think that they were trying to... Maybe when they were in Nigeria. Yeah, when they were in in Nigeria, they definitely had to walk for water and showers and all the stories that they'll tell you. When I was your age, Mm -hmm. I had to carry buckets (laughs) to the well (laughs) and pump the well so I would have water to wash myself i did not have faucets that could turn on i had to go to the well i had to walk eight miles <laughs> that's what they would tell you that's you what our dad would the, tell you, you and you the, guys will just be running this water ah among american children that's what they would tell you, they would or, tell you. or what he'd be talking about how i had he, to pump well to no, get you water talk about, you gotta to talk bed about. i didn't shower i would have to pour the buckets on my head when i was finished that's what they'll tell you. Of course. Or what so, he, or him in his uh, bloodshot eyes because he was reading under candlelight instead of Rudor. <laughs> so when they tell you when we used to ask for rides to school in the morning because it was raining or it was snowing or it was ice or whatever the reason would be, um, it always came back to when I was your age, I was walking 10 miles to go to school. Wasn't walking with snow on the ground. Wasn't walking when it was 32 degrees or lower outside. My mom, I could not call her to give me a ride. I had to walk to school. That's what's really wild. In my uniform. If my uniform, and I had to keep my uniform pressed. She'll understand. If I had a wrinkle <laughs> in my jacket, in my in my shirts, they would beat me. <laughs> if my shoe was untied when I arrived at that school, they would beat me. Sure. I don't if my shirt was not buttoned up, these they would beat me. So you, you cannot walk to school. You are wearing your fancy jeans and t-shirts. You cannot walk to school because a little bit of rain. Omo, American children. I just made that up. But I, I think that's, that, that's somebody's story. That's, that's somebody's story. It definitely, definitely wasn't our parents. But I feel like, you know, it fit in with the time. I feel like our dad just didn't want to wake up and do it. He didn't want to wake up. He was lazy. Um, it's crazy. This nigga went to sleep the earliest out of everybody. Unless he used to be up in his room because that's his I business. Mean, possibility. It's a possibility. But he would be able to sleep in the most because he didn't have to go nowhere until like 10, 11 o'clock. To this day. Yeah, to this day. To this day. Now I just be looking at him. I just be having it fun. But Gallivanti, man, it's been, uh, we went from walking everywhere to, you know, you heard my story about driving a car. I don't even want to 
get into the we'll car. Talk, we'll talk about that another. Episode. Yeah, I was about to say I don't need to want to because the car situation inevitably itself is um, a wild ride. For sure, we'll definitely talk about that another day. Yes, yes, but the gallivanting that we did, especially with our feet, really humbled us. Yeah. Also got me to the point where like, if I make the decision to go somewhere, I'm gonna go because even when I I do that now, and sometimes I'll be like, I don't feel like going, but if I have that intent to like, all right, I I should go, I'm gonna go because that's what walking made. Like, cause I I that's the reason why we would walk. Yeah. Because we we knew that this was just like if we want to go somewhere we have to walk yeah there. exactly so then i'm just like okay well we'll figure it out and if i don't like it now i can leave and i don't have to walk but Absolutely. before i would have to stay and you know grip my teeth through it you know now i don't gotta do that you know bigger better things that's what i like to say mm, but it's that time you, you know a, we had a wonderful episode do you have a day you decipher for today i definitely do that's why i said it's that time oh really um the day you decipher is this one was in a conversation with yummy um, it's a conversation with my special friend. And if people are weird, relationships in in the new year are weird. They're not weird. That's weird. I, I, anybody that I'm dealing with, especially on a, a level of like romantically, I like to talk sweet about them. Absolutely, you should definitely talk sweet about yes. them. But I'm just like calling them your special friend is weird. It's not. You're making it weird. Someone you're dating. Anyways, I just I, think like it just doesn't. They'll tell us it sounds weird. It don't sound weird. Okay, to you, because you're saying it. I don't sound continu- weird, and you've been continuing to say it because special friend make it seem like they got Down syndrome or something. No shame, we're not. We're that's not that's shaming. your thought. That's a fact. This is somebody who's special in my life. Great. That's all. Someone you're dating. Yeah, somebody I'm dating. What's the decipher for today, Deji? Tell us. The decipher is, you now wrong. You now wrong. Mm-hmm. I woke up at six o'clock. That's it. That's it. LOL. Because you know I end up every text message with LOL. And don't shit be funny. You have to stop doing that. No, I'm gonna do what I continue to do because it's habit. It really is habit. There's sometimes where I literally will say LOL and I'll be like, I don't need to delete it. Well, um, <laughs> I feel like you came unprepared today. You should have just kept that in the vault. No, this is, how is this unprepared? This is the message. You said a deji decipher. This is literally a text message from my conversation that I saved. But that's easily decipherable. What is it then, Yemi? Read it again. Oh. You know wrong. I woke up at 6 o'clock. LOL. You're not wrong. I woke up at 6 o'clock. What's, what's, what's this? That's a deji decipher. I told you I've been getting better. So if I'm getting better, you're not going to get really wild. That's well, fine. if you're getting better, you need to come up with a new seg- segment for your for yourself. It's it's funny how you would see again. Don't hold me in I'm a static view. No, it's, it's not. It's not. If you if you are changing your ways and you are no longer sending messages that you have not reread or just don't make sense, then we have to change that segment of the podcast. It's no problem because we could change it to wild shit that Deji say. That might be a better episode or things. You I say mean, that segment just don't because make sense. that might be a better episode because yeah. you know I'd be saying some things. No, yeah. you'd be saying anything. It's not true. So I'm telling today's, you, um, that sound clip I sent out to the world and the universe, that was fire. I said one? Castaway. Oh. I said Home Alone. I said that was fire. I didn't listen to it. That's wild. I reposted it, though. It's wild because it was good content. I hear you talk every day. What do I need to listen to you? This is just a promotion. It's a promo. Like the same way you said, hey, tell everybody to share this podcast because we have been going up. 
Period. Cause y'all been telling y'all friends. Have y'all been telling y'all friends? Yeah, definitely have. I know you see the numbers, but that's besides the point. I don't really don't pay attention to them. I just, you know, put out this content for y'all and hope that y'all hope that it's the not people about paying attention. Hope that the people are listening. We really like I said earlier in the episode, we are really putting together some quality stuff. Like the 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 writing um and the thought process that that i'm doing is 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 making a difference and the stories that deji is telling is making a difference so you know we're working we're getting there so today's things i send deji on twitter um you know we're gonna keep it in the theme it's this tweet that says not both sides finding time to be racist in the middle of a war deji why do you think i sent this to you because we've been seeing hella clips of ukrainian people literally kicking black people off of trains literally stopping them at the border it's crazy literally beating them down just from trying to escape as refugees and it's disgusting which lets you know they didn't want them there in the first place right but you take now y'all niggas can stay we didn't want you there in the first place but since we all leaving y'all niggas gotta stay first (laughs) we're gonna leave first y'all niggas gotta stay it's crazy it's crazy it really is talking about something we want y'all to fight in the world i'm not fighting for y'all fuck ass country (laughs) i'm not fighting for no country they was on they was on twitter talking about some would you fight for um would you fight for nigeria i saw that and not only would I not fight for Nigeria, I wouldn't fight for America. I wouldn't fight for no other fuck-ass country. None of these <laughs> countries was worth me dying for. No, it never is. Why would I die for other people's beef? That's what this is. But you know, that's what utilitarianism is. You know, yeah, um, Kant, you know mm-hmm. um, just the idea of, you know, one for one for, for many. And I'm not the one. So fuck the many, honestly. Because the honestly, many don't give a fuck about that me, whole, that- clearly. That whole rhetoric only works with people who don't have individuality. That's why you've been seeing a lot of people in America get up in arms because, you know, a lot of people. They've been doing a lot for these motherfuckers in Ukraine. I'm like, um, Boko Haram has been doing shit to Nigerian girls for forever. But it does. That's a war on. That's not only a war for all these feminists out here. That's not only a war against women and it's a war against yeah but women. do you want to be a feminist i mean I no wanna... no no. i definitely don't align myself with any sort of feminist but i'm like for the women who call themselves feminists literally you should be a half attention. of the women who not are to f- say that they're not i'm just saying there's been a war going on in other countries for years, years. and now you want me to care about what's going on in ukraine the same thing with white bo- people yeah the same thing with uh bocom not that i don't care I don't is know it, if I said this on a no, podcast. You, 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 we spoke about it, though, about how you care about humanitarian As, as a human, yes. I give a fuck about what's going on in Ukraine. Correct. But as a person of the world, as a black person of the world, I could care less. Right. Because it's, it's. I mean, it's not even disheartening. It's just funny how people, their eyes wake up when it looks, when it's somebody that looked like them. But I could say. And my eyes been closed. So. <laughs> right. The same way <laughs> people. My, my eyes is open on these gas prices. But other than that, I feel yeah. like I've been. The same way that people's same. eyes have been closed towards people who have the same skin color than we do. Yeah. We Black people get to choose when they get to have their eyes open, too. Absolutely. Shit. Absolutely. And my vision is terrible. So I'm going to use my terrible vision on Ukraine. Sorry for those people as a human. Oh, yeah. But as a black American living where I live, coming from where I'm coming from, I really don't give a fuck sorry especially now that i see that y'all out here kick telling nigerian people and telling african people that they can't get on the train to get to poland why fuck you too when i seen that i was like you really pushing off this person one person is making a difference so you could bring on another person i was like y'all are foul the way i would jump on the back of the train y'all <laughs> i don't have to be in the train with y'all but i'm gonna be like a motherfucking uh hobo and i'm gonna be on the back of the yeah because i you be how you go how you like, think about that level of thought that you're prioritizing other people before a certain race, but it's the same common goal. Yeah, we all trying to get the fuck out. Yeah, like, what? I'm like, yo, I can't. 
That's why. That's why I, I I keep it for the people, right? You know, people like you said, if you're a feminist, half of these people that are feminists don't even know what that entails and who that audience it was actually targeted for. Mm-hmm. But that's not, I'm not gonna give y'all that because you know what? Tony told me something. Don't waste your pearls on swine. So if you don't know how to do your own research, pearls before swine is in the Bible. Yeah, that's it. Um, you know, you know that. I do. Mm-hmm. I guess a little bit. Uh, but yeah, man, we had a we at the end of another episode. It was a good ride. Absolutely not. We didn't even do ghetto intellectual. Not you trying to rush I, the podcast. I'm, I'm not. I'm just you know ghetto intellectual. I always I'm already ghetto, so it's like I'm a ghetto and I'm an intellectual. So sometimes the answers be very straightforward for me. Absolutely, and that's fine. But the thing, the point of it is, is we're gonna get to a point where y'all start to ask us questions and you start to ask us for our ghetto intellectual answers. Ah, so, so got you. Okay. Now, of course, Fan I'm just interaction. Giving, yeah. So now I'm just giving you know Deji some questions as a preface before y'all start to ask us the questions. And today's ghetto intellectual question is very simple: How do you feel about the five second rule? Uh, it depends on the setting. If I'm at the crib, I could push it to ten because okay. I, I mean, I'm used to those germs, right? Yeah. But if I'm outside, that shit getting thrown out. Mm. I don't care what it is. I don't care if I just bought it and I spilled it on the floor. I will literally go to the register and say, "Hey, are you? I just dropped this. Y'all need to make me another one." Like you do that if you at a at a um, restaurant. Yeah, I've done that before. Okay. And they'll be like, "Okay, yeah, sorry, sir." Duh, duh. As long as it's, I hate to say this, as long as it's not a black establishment. Yikes. As long as it's not a black establishment. No, 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 no. The reason why I'm saying it is because you, at most black establishments that I've had that done at. They give you a hard time. They give me a hard time. <laughs> because it's obviously they're not working at the same. I was just looking at pictures of us when we was in Atlanta. We had such a good time. Uh, which one? Which time? Both yeah, times we really did have a good time. I Actually, gonna, I every I was looking at One Fest because I was looking through. I was going back through the pictures. Because I, I was looking at... um. The one I sent you, the picture. Or maybe it was when we went to see Catronada because- it No, Catronada was, we was a wonderful time. When we went to Breakfast at Barney's, even though my food wasn't that good. Breakfast at Barney's was one fest. Yeah. No, maybe not. Because we went on like a Friday, which is why we got in. Yeah, you're right. But also, I looked good, which is why we got no, in. No, Catronada, I was looking at that. I was like, wow, this was really fun. I really need to see- And that's not me trying to, you know- you know, talk about my my, my I, shit. Like the lady was literally like we was literally waiting outside. She walked up to us and she was like, "What's your name?" She was like, and I was like, I told her my name because I went and put my name on the list while Deji was parking. So when he came back, we were sitting down waiting, and she came outside and she was like, "What's your name?" And I was like, "Suki." And she was like, "Okay, come on with come come with me. You too cute to be sitting outside." And then she said that. Yeah, she did. Okay, but you get complimented every time we go out. Period. So I, I mean, for me, it's just normal. Yeah. Um. Babbage. You sure? I, I the funny thing is that because we go to a lot of places together, yeah. I always will find I always see guys like staring at you and I'm like, oh, they probably think I'm your man's. They always, always. <laughs> I'm like, always. Anywhere. It don't even matter where we go. Yeah. Anywhere. They think that we're like in a relationship or, or married. Because I weird. think I think when you see two people who are fairly attractive, it's either Cause ain't nothing but a G thing, baby. Too low down G, so we crazy. Death row is the label that pays, man. Unfatable, so please don't try to fade this. But uh, back to the lecture at hand. 